All right, welcome to Say Sure, the Music Explorers podcast. I'm Jim Jam. And I am Scooby Goop. And uh, we have our, our probably our most hashtag trendy episode ever. Yeah, but uh, you know what? I will say that sometimes, like, I, I thought this was really fun. Like, I just, yeah. it, even though technically it's a little, little meme it's very meme but like, it, yeah. was, it was interesting. No, it's, like, we're, we're, we're definitely, like, I mean, if we actually used our Twitter account more and things like that, I feel like we'd be like right in the middle of like where all these, you know, indie music uh, publications are right now. Uh, basically, we are uh, we are doing a tier list today. Uh, like like I said, we're not uh, <laughs> we're definitely scraping the bottom of the barrel in a way, but 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 in a good way, uh, in a fun way, and. Uh, we thought, what better band to start with than the internet's favorite band, uh, Death Grips. Uh, mo- mostly because we're both pretty big Death Grips fans, but also they have a relatively um, sizable discography that you know, it just seemed like the right amount that wasn't too much to listen to during a week and enough to fill an hour, but, you know, not like it's not so spare as you know we'd be done in 10 minutes yeah um, i think at one point we, we threw around doing this fifths and i feel like that as much as we even like we, we can fill the space i don't know if i feel like we would have run out of yeah i mean about. if you you can include the two compilations but i mean i don't really i don't know if that would really add anything yeah. also side note i really fucking hate those compilations i i just unpopular opinion but i really dislike them they have a ton of great songs but they're really bizarrely constructed and yeah and, they're and way just too long exactly <laughs> okay um but anyway yeah I, mean, I think also the fun thing about here is that uh we do not have the same opinions on some death grips albums and sort of the ranking of them so it's, it's gonna get messy i can't wait um i think before we go into our methodology i just want to note that we are doing uh only the main albums so we're doing ex-military money store no love deep web government plates powers that be you're the snitch and bombless pit i mixed up the last two but there you go uh we you know we could have done gmail and restraining orders we could have done uh crouching tiger hidden gabber uh we could have done fashion week interview a bunch of these other uh eps and what have you but it's a lot i felt like it was probably it just made more sense to stick to the main albums. Uh, so, with that being said, how did you go into? So, w- what are you thinking during this? Like, when it comes to how you're going to rank things. So, I actually really liked this format. The whole, you know, if you're not sure what we're talking about, it's the whole, you know, the S A B C D E F. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, I should probably add that I think we're only going to go till to C. Um, I think it, unless we really dislike an album, it might go to D, but I really don't see that happening. Um, well, well, we'll see. We'll get there. Okay. All right. All right. We'll, um, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, that's kind of where this was uh, an intriguing exercise in the sense that um, I actually preferred this to just simply putting them all, you know, one through uh, eight 
is that yeah that's math uh, or counting <laughs> well, you know one through eight you know, actually you could if this if you really couldn't break the tie between a couple albums which I in multiple examples of it here um, and it proved helpful because I tried to do a combination of just my own personal opinion as well as just generally like trying to remember how I felt when I first heard it you know how I feel now how it was received you know when it came out what what was it in the context of Death Grip's career at the time Mm. Um, but then also with the way these tiers are structured just did it make sense to bump or knock an album down a level and I will say that I, I made my order this morning you know I've been listening over the weekend listened again today and just was you know I shuffled what I started with this morning when I finally did, you know sat down to put it to paper after doing listening was not what I ended up with what I'm looking at right now just because I, I feel like it was it was more it was a more engaged way of, of going about this list and it made it a little bit easier to have um, a more open-ended discussion versus just you know this is one this is two you know and, and so on so I, I thought this was yeah. cool and also it was just great to really because I haven't listened to Death, Death Grips in a little while now and it was cool to revisit some albums I've listened to in a while yeah same here there's definitely a number of albums here that I genuinely kind of forgot about because I'm so used <sighs> to going to sort of yeah, there are a couple of key ones that I guess we'll get to that uh, I definitely sort of, you know, take out of my, my you know, wall of CDs um, as opposed to others. Um, I think for me, I don't really, see, I didn't really think about my methodology that much or my criteria. I was just more like, I, I, I guess I'm trying to think about like what sort of defines them the best. Maybe I, I guess I, I I mean it's mostly just my own enjoyment because I feel like you could go and find any list about oh this is the best Death Grips album etc cetera, etc cetera. and I I feel like a lot of those lists kind of have similar rankings so I wasn't really too worried about sort of like I guess I kind of know the top but it's more like that that you know soggy middle it, that, that that's going to be a little difficult to get through. Um. Yeah. Okay. I I guess we'll we'll just get into it, and um, I'm just gonna be updating this in real time. So, uh, sorry about all the little clickety clacks as I type it all out. Oh, oh we're, we're we're trying to come to like a, a, a say sure a podcast consensus between our opinions. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That's gonna, oh, that's gonna be the idea, but we're we're gonna we're gonna duke it out here. Okay. Yeah. Uh. So I guess let's just start at the beginning. Uh, ex military. Uh, technically a mixtape, uh, technically not even their debut. I guess their debut mixtape, but I didn't. They I think they put out like an EP before this. Yeah. Anyway, this was my first taste of them, and it was from you actually that I learned about it. Um, and I think it was just like a free download, and I just you know, I mean, I see like after we talked about doing this, I texted Scott, and I I all I did, I just texted him just cinco 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 cinco. <laughs> Guilty. Guilty. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And, like, I think that's just very indicative of this whole album, that there are just... I mean, I, I think that's indicative of Death Grip's whole discography, that there are just so many, like, great audibles that you can just kind of quote. <laughs> um, but I guess on a music level, and we're just going to talk about this album, this is them, you know, at their scrappiest, arguably... 
really just i mean it's, it's mixtape to its fullest i mean you can hear like um i don't know if, i i just noticed this actually that on uh on on i think it's uh heating or um heated yeah death heated i think um you, they have the little cough from the beginning of sweet leaf that they, they use in it oh uh, yeah i it, yeah yeah. Oh, that's a cool sample. I, I guess I didn't pick, pick up on that. Yeah, there, there are a couple of them that, like, I, I didn't notice until afterwards. Um, but, yeah, they, like, so you've got a lot of that going on. you got, like, it's more of a mixtape atmosphere, but you still got Zach Hill going fucking nuts on these drums. And then you just, you got Ride over all of this. And, uh, oh, he's just, I mean, it, Ride's always angry, but I feel like this is him... I don't know. I I would argue at its most one note, in a way, uh, for better or worse, because I I think you can make an argument for for both. Uh, God, there's so many good tracks on this thing. I mean, uh, Guillotine is is you know uh, probably the first one I think of, but I mean, Death Heaton is really good. Uh, Tachyon is really good. Um, Culture Shock. Oh, I, um, I love Culture Shock so much. You need to vibrate higher. <laughs> Culture yeah. Shock, Future Shock. Yeah, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah and I, it, I feel like in a, in a way, part of the reason that his drumming is so, um, you know, relatively straightforward. Uh, I mean, this feels like the most hip-hop, the most gritty kind of, it feels like the most rap-oriented record of yeah, theirs. Yeah, I can see that. Um, and, I, you know, especially, um, I should have, written this down but what's the track with the black flag sample oh you were asking the wrong person see i when you were talking about that when you were i thought you were going to talk about the charles manson vocals thing that that begins oh, the whole uh, uh album off, w- a, which i love by the way like i i not not that i love charles manson yeah. but i i just love that vocal snippet yeah. um i <laughs> actually thankfully I have wikipedia of it's a uh, clink it, it samples uh, Rise Above by Black Flag and okay. it's just it's it's the, remember the first time hearing because I mean I, I was enjoying this you know on first listen and then once that kicked in just the way that they it was immediately recognizable also they totally made it their own and it was just like oh my god like this just it this was such a unique interesting release uh, I, I remember this is back when Needle Drop basically I just downloaded my taste from Fantano Mm. Um, and this was just, this was probably my favorite of anything recommended to me back in the 2011, 2012 range. Uh, it just, it, it was unlike anything I heard before it, it, and it kind of embodies, you know, how I feel about, or how I grew to feel about Death Grips is that they're, I mean, I guess they're kind of a hip hop band, but they're just so much more than that. But yet they do draw on so many elements of the genre, you know, to their benefit um, yeah, I mean, I guess if we're going to get to tears now, I mean, me, this was an easy S tier. Oh, this is just, all right. All this right. We're already a... starting off because I'm going to argue A. Uh, and honestly, like, I was wondering what how much of a dick move it would be to put it in B. Uh, because I, well, so I, I should probably explain that what, when I first listened to this, I, I think I enjoyed it, but I don't really remember a ton of the back half until the last few years when I actually started listening to it again. Um, it's a solid release, but I think if we're talking about this entire like this band's entire discography, I feel like it goes down a little bit because there are some serious highs that come out after this album or after this mixtape. Uh, 
So, I mean, I would personally argue for A, uh, just because I, I think there's there's just so much room to grow. And I think after listening to some of the other albums that we're going to talk about, I just, I'm just like, I, I look at it and I'm like, it's good. But I, I see, I feel like Rise Delivery is always a little one note on this thing. Like, it just feels like he always has like the same kind of yelly you know timbre to his voice which is awesome for most of the tracks but then you have like a track like death heating which i i love but at the same time it feels like it's twice as long as it needs to be almost like there i i felt like i when i listened through this week i kind of got was a little exhausted by the end of x military whereas all of the other ones i i really didn't feel like that uh so I'm gonna. I would personally go for A, but uh, I'm willing to concede and go to S. But I mean, we both know that that isn't gonna. It's not gonna last long as like number one S. Is S? Can you only have one in S? Is that like a kind no, of the? No, no, no. I we, we, can, we can. But I mean, but uh, you I know think, what? But I, I can. I can agree in this. Like, I like the the roughness. I like the fact that it's. I mean, obviously, this is not. You know, by a long shot, this is not that long. Their last use of samples but like this definitely felt like the roughest it, it felt like the most um, yeah but i i think that's kind of a double-edged sword uh and I, I i think i should i would also argue when it comes to a tier list like this i feel like the s is like i i feel like only a few albums make it to that you know like s is special you know right like like you know i i mean okay for some reason whenever i think of tier list i always think of smash brothers now even though I don't play competitive yeah. Smash, um, <laughs> and I actually I, I don't think I've played a single Smash game since Brawl came out like over a decade ago now. <laughs> but um, <laughs> regardless, I I just feel like S is is like not something to be used lightly. And while I think X Military is a really good album, I don't think it's an S tier album. Uh, yeah, I I I, I think that's. I think that's fair. You know, personally, okay. I would put it in S, but I, I think if, if I, you know, take a step back from, uh, I mean, it's always hard, you know. Like, the, I think the, like, like within the context of the entire discography. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and like the first, uh, you know, your first exposure to a band that's, you know, first positive exposure to a band is always, you know, there's it, 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 something different about that. You know, something different. Oh, about. Yeah, definitely. Like, I, I, I wonder. You end how, up having like a lot of nostalgia. Yeah, you know, and I wonder how many artists' discography. If, if I had listened to them in a different order, um, like I end up leaning towards the one, you know, the album that I that got me into the band. But if I listened to the their discography, you know, sequentially or you know, in a different, um, you know, in a different sequence, if I might have a different opinion. Um, but. Yeah, I, I I get you. Like I, you know, when I think of like the first album, you know, of a band that I listen to, I actually think of Around the Fur by Deftones, uh, and I would still consider that among my favorites. But I think over time, like I definitely grew to love other albums in that discography, um, possibly to the same level. But anyway, so I so okay, we're we're putting X Military in A. Yes, and let me okay. adjust it on my end too. All right. <coughs> Um. All right, so I guess we'll move on from there. Um, we're going to talk about Money Store, which is technically their debut album, and uh, just I think it was like 
one of Fanta- Anthony, Anthony Fantana's first tens. I think that it he was his out. first ten. I I remember. I want to say that there was like an event. Like it was it was a big yeah. thing. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I just like I remember when I think you bought this and then you let me borrow it, and I just I listened the fuck out of Money Store. Yeah. I mean, just from the very start, from Get Got all the way to Hacker, is just fucking gold. Uh, I I mean, like I I I don't think we're gonna disagree that this is S without a doubt. I, I mean, like, yeah. I I don't. I, I honestly can't. I'm I'm just you know reglancing through the the track list now i really can't think of a song i dislike i mean just like any album there are songs that well listening to it again there like hacker is probably my least favorite song on the entire album uh or system blower possibly um but i mean even then it's not like i hate the songs by any means it's just like compared to what comes around them like you know uh like double helix or like um uh, I mean, uh, I've seen footage is is a very very nice you know cut sort of like in the middle of of the album. Uh, oh man, I love the, the love cage yeah. punk weight uh, hustle love. bones coming out my mouth. <laughs> like they just the, the, this is. <sighs> I mean, you, you've got fucking everything on this, and I I love how there's kind of enough variety going on that because I again like I felt like with ex military ride was was kind of one note like he but i think you know from the beginning with like his his verses on get got you know he's really focusing on the flow on this thing and it really pays off uh and just oh god they they, they just fire on all cylinders on this fucking album yeah yeah i, I mean it's just i i think this is pretty you know it's one of those albums where the acclaim it received was super you know super well justified like i, I there are songs i like more than others but i just i i love Every song on this with the, with the passion, I think this is just yeah. such a such a. It, it is it is one of the best debut albums I think, in, like ever, honestly. Yeah, like, and, and there really is like they did a great job of, you know, they're very much in their lane, but um, they did something interesting on you know something completely different on pretty much every track. I, I feel yeah, like they it, did really explore a lot of great territory that built on what they did with their debut and and yeah and there's definitely this is going to sound weird i don't know if i'm going to be able to word this right but there's kind of this poppy element to it by which i mean like i think everything's written in a way that it's just super earwormy like like i think the only time i can think that that doesn't exactly work is something like punk weight where like you know (laughs) they're just going for this bizarreness that I, I think ends up kind of informing the later albums a little bit. Um, but, like, I mean, almost every track has, like, this groove that you can really get into. And it, it was just cool to see them sort of pull and have this totally abrasive sound on, like, just a, you know, production level and just on, like, a basic, like, sound level. But then it's all structured and just put together so, you know hook orientedly which isn't even a word but uh yeah it just works yeah and and really fucking works that's a great way to put it and i think i just i love how there's so many i mean even just get god like how in your face in your face and and chaotic and i guess you know you could are you kind of busy and cacophonous the, the, the the track is but yet the the way that they make it just melodic enough, but also just dissonant enough, and it, it just, or, I mean, dissonant, but you know, like just chaotic enough, 
and it yeah. pulls together to something that feels like I mean I think this is what I love most about Death Grips is the whole um, I would say controlled chaos aspect of their sound like just oh, yeah. there's so much going on it's so intense and it's so in your face and it's really you know n- no limits to what they'll try but it's, it's, sometimes it always it'll sneak up on you a little yeah, bit too but it's, it's so it's you know like I, I've seen footage is, is I've seen footage what are they it's doing like, what are they I doing I mean <laughs> Maybe this is a bit much, but I would say it's like their take on a radio rap track in a way, or like a pop. Yeah, it's kind of like kind of like Radio Song by Danny mm. Brown. <laughs> yeah, it just but, I mean, but, but is, maybe not as tongue in cheek. Yeah, but it has such such a great hook, and obviously, I don't think I don't I could imagine it, it has ever been played on any type of uh, mainstream radio. It really has. Yeah. Um, that catchy appeal despite being you know really intense and and you know i mean just even going beyond um mc rise yeah. delivery just the, the music and that's true oh, yeah. for, um you know it's true for the whole album and I, I yeah i think this this is an easy ass um, yeah i i i don't i don't think we could you know i i don't know if anybody would disagree with this honestly because it, it's a fucking great album um but if you're ready to move on yeah, we got no love, deep web, which kind of puts a wrinkle at all of this. Uh, kind of an interesting album. If you want to see a picture of Zach Hill's penis, you've got it now. Is that his? Uh, pe- I always wondered whose penis that was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Zach Hill's penis. Um, yeah. I actually I have uh, the CD version of it. I, I I don't know if you remember this. I I managed to find it used at Bull Moose. Uh, I one do time. remember that. Oh it was wow! One of yeah, it was one of the most magical buys I ever had. But. Uh, that album cover is very uncensored once you take the vinyl wrapping off of it. <laughs> so it was it was funny to have that out and be like, are my doors closed while listening to this? <laughs> um, but so this is an interesting album. I think both, I think just in terms of the band history, but also in terms of their sound, uh, they ended up, I think they released this for free and it ended up uh, pissing their label off so much that it, they dropped them. Um, yeah, because if I remember correctly, their label... Uh, th- th- they wanted to delay it. Yeah, because they they said... I mean, they were pretty forward um, that they wanted to release two albums in 2012. And their label was like, well, no, that's not you know, not great strategy, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know, your contract... They're, like, they're like, fuck yeah, you. Yeah, they, they just said no. Nice. I mean, they got dropped. You know, obviously, do whatever you want as an artist. I mean, they, they did breach their contract. It's kind of hard to defend them in that sense. Like, you know, the label can cut them if they want, but... I'm kind of glad they did because this was such an interesting. I mean, also, right around this time was just peak my love of Death Grips. So having you know off of the high of X Military, and I don't think, or at least when I discovered X Military, which I think was late late 2011, right around the time Fantana released his top albums list, it was pretty close to when Money Store came out, and then obviously No Love Deep. So I just yeah. got like three. I would say my three favorite Death Grips releases all within like a year, year and a half. So, I mean, no complaints here. And I, I really liked how, you know, I said how Ex-Military felt, you know, felt like their most, you know, you could say hip-hop-oriented album, or a mixtape release, whatever. And Money Store kind of built on that in a little bit. I think this really started, you know, they dove headfirst into the electronic side of their their sound. And I just, I, I really like the 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 embrace of electronic textures a lot more 
it's interesting. The, the the thing that comes to me most about this album isn't exactly the electronics as much as it is kind of the omnipresent darkness of this fucking album. Like it. it okay, so here's a. This is a weird analogy, but it kind of reminds me of um, sort of the you know post revival Swans albums, in a way, because like the Seer is like undisputedly like a classic, but then with like to be kind, I felt like they kind of amped it up a little bit by like really getting just dark and grimy with it mm-hmm. and just getting ultra tense with it. And I felt like they did that on No Love Deep Web like so much. I mean, just World of Dogs, you know, just the, the whole idea, it's all suicide to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, or, or just, uh, <coughs> I mean, the, uh, the 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 beat to No Love is is insane. I, I that, that is still one of my favorite Death Grip songs. Uh, just just because of that beat, uh, you know, and just oh, like come and come up and get me. Starting off this album, and oh my god, like just ride is so fucking angry on that track. Like there's that line, it's like you know, um, oh, was it like I'm off the planet? You know, Echo Astro, fuck these yeah. assholes. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> God, I just. See, see, this for me, this is actually my favorite Death Grips album. We, we've talked about this uh, off episodes before. Um, I just, for some reason, I always found myself returning to this album over any other one. Um, I, I really can't explain why. I just, like, there's just so much. I, I feel like there's a lot of variety here, but I think it all kind of ties together really well. You have Ride kind of, again, sort of, adding some more you know variety to what he's doing vocally because mm-hmm. you've got you know something like like you know i mean he starts off it, actually now i'm thinking about it he, you know come up and get me starts with him just being as angry as he fucking can and then artificial death in the west is just like him in his most calm in a way it's like like it almost it almost sounds like he like popped a couple of xanax tablets yeah. and then recorded artificial death in a way uh not to mention the freaking lyrical moments on this album like there are so many great fucking moments i mean the whole world of dogs line but uh I, i'm trying to remember what line it is i think it could have been deep web is i i'm the coat hanger in your man's vagina oh yeah. which is which is just i i just a great line um this is weird but actually the, the line kind of reminds me of of the beatles in a way because like they'll do like the, they would often use like a lot of those like nonsensical type of lines in a way like you baby you're a rich man mm-hmm. like that type of thing but it's just like death grips version of that almost just but um yeah they're they're just i mean like, shoot pussy through your chest you die yeah. you know just there's there's just so many good lyrical moments on this thing uh for me i mean again for me it's my favorite death grips album i i think this is an s too honestly um, I I I would personally put it before Money Store, but I feel like if I sort of zoom out of my own uh, bias for a second, that I, I feel like the way the Money Store kind of landed and sort of exploded uh, was probably probably puts it ahead. I guess like I like uh, more of a, like a historical like cultural level. I feel like Money Stores is ahead. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I mean, personally, I I put this in 
A. Uh, I just I've I've always preferred the money store at ex military, but I, I I'm not going to be opposed to putting it in. Uh, so, I mean, I I think that just money store and no low deep web were just your peak death grips. They were at the height of their powers. They you know really interesting, almost too sun. You know, I mean, it's, it's difficult to call money store you know like a, a bright album but definitely it, it felt like the yin and yang it felt like they um yeah I, I i definitely will say though that i think there are a few misses on no love deep web i think like um uh pop is is kind of a weird moment uh like the, there are there are a, a couple of songs that are kind of like that on on no love but I, again, like I, I feel like it's, I, I just enjoy it so much more than the Money Store. Yeah, weirdly enough. I, I mean, for me, that, that's kind of what uh, I would say. I mean, I'm, I'm not opposed to putting it down in A, but <laughs> yeah, I would. But say it, 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 if we put it in A, it would be ahead of X Military. Yeah, I, I would say I'm uh, probably after Whammy, like whoa, 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 Whammy, like whammy. I love that song. After that. It's. It, I mean, their you know, artificial death in the West is obviously an amazing finale. East um, pyramids on deck. But shine. I, I think, yeah, I think after Whammy, there you know a few of the songs. Uh, I, I can't pick which one I think is you know necessarily bad or like the worst song of the album. Just I think by enthusiasm dips a little bit until artificial death in the West. Yeah. So, I, um, I wonder what what it would sound like if someone rearranged the tracks, like the track listing a little bit. Yeah. I actually I it, like side note. I've actually really oh I I've kind of had an idea to do an episode talking about track sequencing. Yeah, I mean that, that that's such a huge. Um, it, it's it's an art form unto itself. Yeah, honestly. it really is. I mean, there's there's so much. Uh, so many. I mean, I'd have to. I really do want to do that at some point because I'm trying. I'm yeah. thinking of albums where. Uh, sequencing or just you know tracks maybe one if you could pick one track that could be emitted and it would improve the the record overall i mean yeah i mean that, that's such a huge part not just the music that's on there but how it's you know how it's positioned so yeah um, yeah um, so where, where where do we land with this okay so i i, I can concede to uh a uh but i mean a, i would definitely put it before ex-military sold okay. i'm with you yeah, t- t- talk about having to swallow your ego, right? <laughs> okay, so next up we have uh, Government Plates, which uh, was probably, I don't know, l- looking at their entire discography, this is probably the weirdest album. Uh, just the whole rollout for this thing was, I always I always found it to be a little bizarre. Like, I didn't even know about it until the end of the year it came out um, when I saw it on, like, a Metal Sucks, like, best of the year list um and i was like what like i didn't even know this came out and i i like i think i've probably spent the least amount of time with it out of all of the death grips albums um and i know this album in particular has your least favorite death grip song birds on it oh i which I, what, which what can you explain your reasoning behind your dislike of the song just i i, I out of curiosity i mean tldr it's just it's a bad song like i don't like <laughs> i mean i i don't i don't want to you know presume to be like oh like objectively it's a bad song but like i just think i really dislike everything about it i think the opening really just lazy bizarre vocal sample and then it just sounds like like a weird carnival and i, I don't you know usually weird 
it could be used positively in this podcast. It's just it's like it just doesn't sound good in the ears. And then, um, the, that, I mean, that fucking Robert Pattinson it, guitar loop. It doesn't even matter if it is him doing it because it's someone who does not know how to play guitar very well. It's just like everything <laughs> yeah. about, and it, it just it sucks because it's it's it, it's not a great guitar loop. Yeah. It, it's not a great sample. I, I I really really don't like the song, but I think more importantly, um, it's just it's not. It's one of their short. It might even be their shortest. I, I mean, don't don't quote me on that. It's definitely one of their shortest releases, and to have one of the longest songs uh, it is uh, other than um, uh, Fuck Who's Watching it's the longest song on the album and I think it's far and away the which sucks because um, I'm not going to read the whole title but the leopard, yeah, leopard she, skin, she Only Loves You yeah. yeah the Leopard Skin Pillbox hat you know all the way through you know this is violence now that if it, they just released that four track it, it may be yeah so th- those four tracks and then pu- push up Fuck Who's Watching that would be it might be my favorite Death Grips yeah, like the the opening really intense pulsating synth riff and then like just like the ride snare combo on the opening track is amazing and then yeah this is... it, the, the <clears throat> grooves on this album when they get up there are like peak yeah. like like it really for me like there there are points on this album that remind like that almost go to the point of sort of that really awesome just hypnotic druggy beat that you find on no love uh just yeah just done to, like i, I love that those parts of it but yeah they, there's definitely uh, they, they, there are some mixed tracks I, I i don't dislike birds as as much as you do but i definitely can't look at it and say that this is that it was that's a great track uh i still don't understand their their thoughts behind including that that guitar sample i just don't think that makes any sense <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think that's what, like, I don't really care for the ideas that come behind. But like, I, around I think it. it's it's worth noting that Death Grips is always about the memes. So y- yeah. y- you have to wonder whether that has, you know, some, you know, uh, yeah. you know, plays a part in their yeah. decisions. And I think they're, they're just always, if the, if, you know, two options, one is, you know, just make a song or play it safe. The other one is take a risk. They're always 100% going to say Take the risk, and I just yeah. Unfortunately, I, 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 I admire that attitude, but yeah, you know, it doesn't always pay sometimes off. Sometimes it doesn't pay off, and I, I think part of the reason, like, unfortunately, it's not just that I don't like the song. I part of me wonders if it's because of that song. I just feel like up until Fuck Who's Watching, I just none of those songs. I, I don't think any of them were bad, but just I don't think any of them were as good as the first four songs. And it isn't until Fuck Who's Watching that, like, every time I, I even back in the day, you know, I, I just feel like that's when I finally perked back up again after, you know, post birds. Um, but the, what really ticks me off about this album, and I, 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 this is, I, I think this is the third or fourth episode now that I've it consecutively that I've talked about this, but this doesn't have a CD release to it. Yeah. Uh, it had a records, like a very limited record store day, uh, vinyl release where they, they, um, so, I mean, it, with an alternate cover it, on it, which I think actually looks cooler than the original cover. Oh, that's funny. I was going to say I prefer the original. I mean, but like at, at the same time, I don't. I think Ex Military and Money Store are the only two covers of theirs that I actually like. I mean, <laughs> you, you, you like seeing Zach Hill's dick, Scott? I, I, I can't say I do. Yeah, I mean, I think not only that, just like the. I mean, it's weird to talk about this with any type of like depth, but like the the staging of that photo as is, it's just like a 
I wonder if that was just like a joke photo someone said. I know. I see. I um, I tend to think it was the, like because if you look into the recording of that album, like I I guess they recorded it like, and they were staying at this hotel in I want to say L.A. That was like famous for you know sort of like a lot of like celebrity burnouts almost, um, and I think that that was like i thought I, I always kind of interpret the album cover as just them saying like fuck you to everybody like we're gonna do what we fucking want i mean I, that certainly is what that says to me yeah i so. mean i i don't know how you could <laughs> interpret it any other way yeah. i guess <laughs> it's it's one of those very uh uh transparent uh <laughs> album covers yeah. maybe not literally so unfortunately <laughs> yeah it's, it's a little, um yeah, yeah but I, yeah I mean, I, I, I li- see. I like all the Death Grips album covers. I think they're all interesting in their own ways. Um, they, they all kind of have they, they have kind of a cohesion in them. In that, like, they're all fucking bizarre. Um, I mean, if, if, I, I think just to put this little side rant to a close, I, I probably like Money Store the most, just because I feel like it's the most well designed. Like it, it kind of, and it kind of gives you a good idea of what their sound is, almost. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, the, yeah, that, that's a great. This is a great, great cover. I mean, I think Accidental Military is cool, but it's just a, you know. It's, yeah, it's just it's, ride. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, yeah. I, personally, okay, so, I, I put this in. I put this in C just because yeah. I feel like you know, as much as I dislike birds, and I, I, I really do think that it kind of. I don't want to say fall off a cliff because I do think that, the, that there aren't any other bad songs in this besides Birds. I don't really dislike any of the songs in here, but I don't think I think the latter half of the album pairs in comparison to the first half of the album. Personally, yeah, I, I'm I've definitely I've spent the least amount of time with government plates, <laughs> and I I think th- there's a reason for that. It's it's not it's definitely not perfect. It's kind of the first time they really stumbled in their career, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um. Yeah, it's definitely a C. Um, okay, so next we have Powers That Be, which we're going to talk about this as one uh, whole unit as opposed to the two discs that make it up. Or um, well, you know, what I mean is that we're going to rank it as just one unit. We're not going to divide them up between Jenny Death and the other one, the the other title that that we dare not speak its name. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> I, I in, even in my notes. I wrote down the powers that be disc one is what I called it. Just yeah. Um, but I, I, I was maybe, most, maybe we should use some context here. Yeah. I was uh, probably, yeah. you know, post money store, money store is really when my fandom in them was cemented post money store. I was most excited for disc one of, of powers that be just because the way it was presented. And unfortunately it wasn't, I don't, it wasn't, maybe it was me reading into it, but they made it seem like they collaborated with Bjork on this album. And they did not. In a, no. in a, if you want to be generous, technically, in a way, they did. But what Yeah, really but okay, happened, but like, perfect analog here is Mersbau and Full of Hell, or Full of Hell and Mersbau. Oh, that yeah, yeah. It wasn't really a collaboration. Mersbau was just like, hey, here's, here's some fucking some noise, samples. Yeah. But, and, and I mean, yeah, that's actually a really great analogy because... What actually happened is they sampled some York vocal, you know, vocals on well, throughout it, this. If I remember right, uh, the story is that 
I think when she was doing, because I think she was working on Ve- not not Vespertine. Um, what's Vol- the Vol- one? Volnacura came out around this time. So no, it, yeah, but it was before Volnacura. Uh, Biophilia. So oh, okay. she was doing their remix. Uh, she actually, I'm pretty sure she <coughs> tapped Death Grips to do remixes for some of Biophilia, and I think they kind of got their foot in the door and they started talking that way, and I think she offered a bunch of these vocal samples for them to use. That, that's that's the way I heard it. I don't really know how true that is. Yeah, but it, and I, th- in, I think for me, uh, some some of them work really well. Some of them yeah. don't work as well. But in general, it just the, I think it, the problem with this is the way it was positioned. It went it went from they collaborated with Bjork on their latest album to. They sampled Bjork's vocals sometimes, and not like, you know. I, I think I was expecting a lot more of her, and I was this, this is a decent amount. But there's some tracks where it's kind of an after. It feels like an afterthought. Like I, I'm thinking mm-hmm. of, um, uh, Billy. Not really. It's just like the way that they make her vocals the hook. And again, I just like I'm a sucker for that ride snare combo, and just like that's a really really. And then also the way that they syncopate her vocals on black quarterback and then obviously uh, have a said come baby is just like that's just <laughs> have a the, said come baby that's just a death grips classic um yeah but uh, up my sleeves i think it's a little it's a little busy it's it's a little disjointed i i think that for that to be the first bjork sample you hear it's not like super pleasant on the yeah, ears I, I, up my sleeves is i i remember when i when this album came out now i was really psyched about it for the same reasons you were that was just like wait like Bjork's on this album in like any capacity yeah like Bjork and Death Grips like what like that th- th- that's like a perfect combination and, in and, a way and again she is on the album but... yeah uh, but but up, you know starting the album with Up My Sleeves and just hearing Up My Sleeves Up My Sleeves Up My Sleeves I just repeated ad nauseum I'm like I, I remember I think the first time I tried to listen to this thing I turned it off like because yeah. I was just so tired of hearing that phrase um, nowadays I, I actually enjoy the song um, but yeah, it's it's definitely it, it it almost feels like they're kind of still riding that government plates type of mentality of like I don't know it it, it like it almost feels like they're, they're desperately clawing for for stuff for like to to just throw against the wall and just to try out for the fuck of it. Oh, that is so weird because I wrote down that exact phrase. Like I, this is definitely. Um, I mean, they were definitely going in this direction, you know, like you said, with, with government plates, but I think this is the first time, and it, it's something that uh, my interest in Death Grips started to wane a little bit around this period, and I think it's because that's especially what Disc 1 and Powers That Be felt like. It's just, they were... Not tra- to mention... I mean, oh, sorry, <clears throat> you, you, you go ahead. Yeah, just, just that, like they, it just felt like every track, you know, it just it felt really just... And sometimes it worked. I, I think that's why, you know, tracks like Billy Not Really... You know, it's probably my favorite is because it has that kind of control chaos I like. Like there's some weird excursions, there's some weird ideas, but it centers around a you know some type of some type of linear trajectory. Like it feels like there's you know they might deviate here and there, but they're going in one direction. Whereas some of the other songs it feels like they're just trying whatever like anything. They're just yeah. like oh, let's I mean, try this I, whatever. I I think this was like kind of a turbulent time for them because didn't they break up halfway through this? Yeah, it's like it's, it's a, in the, like they delayed the whole so like so the first disc got released in twenty fourteen, 
and then the yeah. second one came out in 2015, and then they released it as a whole album. But yeah, I mean, it was yeah. it was that you know uh, meme from you know f- for a while from Fantano where like J- yeah, Jenny Death Jenny Death Wen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It just it really felt like it was very bizarre because I think it, it was billed as a double album, but then where was this too? It just was like it was just in, yeah. in the either. <clears throat> yeah, and, and they just kind of I don't know, did they break up before, like in the middle of this, or did they break up after it? I'm, I'm trying to remember. I, I do remember that they canceled a bunch of tour dates with like Nine Inch Nails. They, they really pissed Nine Inch Nails off, I think. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and again, as much as I like Death Grips, that, that's, I mean, that's quite a get. <laughs> yeah, that, that's quite a, um, you know, quite them kind of going out on a limb for a relatively small. I mean, but see. Like this is where because I I feel like <laughs> Death Grips is at least partially a performance art group. Oh, absolutely. I think at one point so. that they describe themselves as like a performance collective or something like that. They they have yeah. you know some kind of manifesto on their their site or at least like a, a tagline for them. But yeah, I mean, I will say I don't know if we're, I actually did rank them separately i'm like i'm happy to kind of bridge the gap i mean if you want we can we can split them up but i i just figured that they're both technically part of an album called the powers that be yeah and i I feel like that that they intended them to be together yeah and and i think we can come in the the middle there so i guess just for you know folks go over i put this one as as a c just because i think there are some and i even then i think that's generous just because i really do like when the Bjork samples work for me, they work. Like they just they sound really really cool. They incorporate them really well. It's really interesting. But she's not utilized consistently, and sometimes it just does not. It doesn't gel well for me. And in general, this felt like they're easily their most disjointed, messy project to date. Um, yeah, I, I guess see, I I tend not to see Death Grips albums as, as like messy because i feel like the whole chaotic nature of it kind of like like smooths those edges over in my brain like kind of like it's like oh it's okay it's kind of chaotic in a way uh which is kind of poor reasoning i'll admit um but yeah i I guess all that to say that like like i mentioned earlier i liked how they could pull off that controlled chaos approach really well and i just i felt like this was the first time where it just didn't feel like they pulled it off as smoothly as they could have. So you had you had disc one at a C. What what did you have Jenny Death as? Uh, I it, this was a bit of a surprise to me because again this is where you know I was you know a little bit mixed on government plates and I didn't really care for disc one, so I wasn't sure what I was going to feel. But I actually really liked Jenny Death. I thought there was a lot of really. I mean, I thought all the issues I had on the first disc were pretty much solved on the. The second one, I felt like this was kind of it was a more chaotic take on their sound, but was a little bit more, you know, I mean, more just, like rock, just like rock heavy, just like as well. yeah, exactly. I mean, I love a lot more, you know, like turned off has a much more punk feel. Love the organic drums uh, on GP is like such a unique Death Grips track. You know, there's you know that clean guitar in the middle. Uh, it, it's just it's such a such an interesting eclectic album. And just it, I Break Mirrors and Inanimate Sensation. That one-two punch is one maybe the craziest opening to it. It's just it's such a. I break mirrors by uh, face in the United States. Yeah, it's just so yeah. so in your face and so over the top. Like I remember, like the first time I heard that, I was like, "What is happening? Like, what, <laughs> what is this?" But, but yeah. in a good way, I was like, "This is not like I, I was 
expecting to like at, at best think it was okay based on my experience in the past couple albums and man i was just just blown away um well it's I, so i guess i say like, i've listened to this album a lot since i since i bought it a few years ago but i really couldn't tell you any like distinct track names um but i i actually i enjoy both a lot like i so i mean i i guess how does b sound then if we're putting them together yeah, I, I think that's just because the unfortunate thing about disc one, <laughs> the, the powers that be. Oh, uh, that's almost too. We we almost have to do it now because of that. But yeah, yeah I mean, I, I just I feel like the highs on disc one are really high. Like so, my like whenever I would go back to listen to Death Grips, this is when I still you know use digital, you know, like iTunes, whatever. Um, one of the songs I would always put on was uh, Billy Not Really. Just the, I love the catchiness of that. Um, I was, I was going to say I used to put it on when I lift weights, but that feels like a relic of the past. So um, <laughs> Scott Scott was a gym rat in his in his earlier days. Well, that's me. Um, I <laughs> I would love to see photo evidence of that. Uh, uh, some might exist, but, and I'm I, it's probably been thoroughly buried at this point. <sighs> gonna have to i'm gonna have to dig deep oh, <laughs> okay well okay so powers that be are is at b, is a b yeah okay uh, th- i think that's fair because i like you said the um yeah like, like the highs when they're up there are really good but there's also a lot of lows that are really low it's it's just kind of uneven to you um i i don't really know if i totally agree but it's definitely not the first death grip sound that i would pop off the shelf um, but I would certainly rather listen to this than government plates. So, okay. So now we are on to our next album, uh, which is Bottomless Pit, uh, which I I think was billed as like their return in a way, if I remember right. Like yeah, it came out. Like the, I mean, up to this point, they had dropped something every single year, and I guess technically. Well, no, literally they did. They dropped JDF in 2015 and the bottom was put in 2016, but um, it it felt different. Like, it felt like it had been a while since we heard because it's actually, well, yeah, they were closing they, the loop on the powers that be versus releasing something that was 100% new. Like, we expected but, that to... I mean, they, they also pulled an Oceano and just, like, we're like, hey, we're breaking up and then just, you know, disregard that. Yeah, and, kind and, of. and in the middle they had... Um, one of my favorite Death Group stories is when they set up a a kid's drum set on stage and just played like backing music over a PA um, <laughs> and just like eventually people figured it out and just like rushed the stage and destroyed it and they were like haha get it it was like an art it was like a you know performance art thing and everyone was like, aren't we deep yeah I was like okay cool but like we, we paid to come see you perform and that didn't happen so whoops yeah so yeah but bottomless pit <laughs> ends up I, I think a lot of people uh, including myself I think viewed this album as kind of a return to form because I think every album after the money store kind of got more and more experimental and strange and just kind of out there. And this was kind of them kind of bringing things back home to a certain extent. You know, you've got a lot more, uh, there's a lot more tightness to everything that's going on. Uh, but you still got a lot of that dark energy that's from, uh, you know, all the, like from like No Love Deep Web. You got a lot of the electronic components going on, but you still got a lot, of, a lot of rock going on from like uh, from Jenny Death and things like that. 
Um, actually, I, I feel like you can find rock moments all over Death Grips discography. Uh, but I, everybody points to Jenny Death as like sort of the impetus of that. I don't really agree. I mean, if you really want to be technical, Death Heating is probably the beginning of that. Or yeah, like, I mean... Uh, like, I've seen footage. Maybe but, it became more pronounced, but yeah, I don't, I don't, think, yeah. It, I don't think it's fair to say that it you know, just came out of nowhere. I mean, I, I feel like that that's what makes the band so unique, is that they... You, you can't really pin down that sound and be like, oh, they're doing this this time around. Like, you, you can only kind of vaguely point in that direction, in a way. Um, but anyway, the, yeah, so... Yeah, this was kind of a return to form. A lot of people saw it like that. I... I don't know. I mean, it's like I—I I think I agree with that to a to a point. But I feel like they do a lot of different things here. Like, I mean, um, on like trash, like the sample on that, like the horn sample, is pretty odd for them. Uh, but then, I mean, I think the bigger ones that kind of stand out to me, not always in a good way, are the first two tracks on this thing, uh, "Giving Bad People Good Ideas" and uh, "Hothead," mm-hmm. um, because they are like two of Death Grip's weirdest songs mm-hmm. and they start off this fucking album. Um, you know, and I mean, I like both of those songs. I think Giving Bad People do Good Ideas is, can kind of get annoying. Like, I feel like the, it's kind of like an up my sleeves moment that it's just like, let's repeat this phrase over and over again. Yeah. Um, and it can be catchy in its own way, but it's, I, I it's definitely not one of my favorite tracks. But they have like that really manic energy that they bring to it, and then Hothead is just them going off the fucking cliff, like that whole like like break. I, I guess it's a kind of like a breakdown where they're just like no 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 Hothead, you know, like that that whole thing. Um, I I enjoy that a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, they that's the thing. They, they, there's a lot of really cool moments in this thing. Um. I mean, bubbles buried in this jungle, spikes, warp, wire, I think warping, right? Um, but for, I think for me, after those first two tracks, um, eh and um, trash are probably the ones I go to the most. Um, 80808 is cool as well. Uh, Ring, Ring a Bell is, is a little underrated. Um, I mean, I, and I mean, of course, that the title track that ends. The album, like I'll fuck you in half. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like it's another great line from Death Grips. Okay, all right, that's let's settle down. I'll fuck you, you in half. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I I remember when we were talking about this. I remember you not being the biggest fan of this thing, but I I don't know if it's that you thought it was negative. I think you were just kind of like kind of, kind of lost interest in Death Grips around that point. Yeah, which is unfortunate because you know obviously we'll you know kind of a dumb dumb thought that I'm just going to admit that I had but I was going to say we'll get to your this niche later but obviously that's the whole point so we obviously yeah. get to it <laughs> but yeah these two records uh, a little bit of a complex relationship with them just because even though I did like Jenny Depp uh, it was kind of a a bit of a bounce back and a surprise you know I, I my interest had been waning and I just found myself gravitating more towards what had already come out you know pre-government plates and um, I, I just I don't think it gave it a fair shot because I actually really enjoy this record. Um, I put it in the B tier personally. Uh, I think it has a lot of really cool ideas. Uh, like you said, the title track. Uh, I'll stand by this. I, I think there are some low key post punk vibes. Like no, nothing, nothing overt, nothing crazy, but like just kind of the dark, brooding you know nature of, of the, the instrumental. Um, I think BB Poison. There is some 
lyrics and motifs to almost remind like almost like subtly referential to you know Tech Young, which was really really cool. Tech. Uh, Eon. And then, like you said, you know, songs like, like, eh, I just, I really, really liked. Yeah, I mean, it really did feel like, it felt like a, a combination of, you know, where they'd been and where they are, where they were now. Like, almost like a, like a, um, a careful reset where, you know, didn't want to go back to square one, but just, you know, like what worked before. And, and it, it just, it felt like a really interesting level set, but they still continued some of the experimental ideas they had before. I mean, I, to me, this yeah. is a you know, pretty solid, solid B for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I would put this over the powers that B, I, I think. Yeah, I, I would, I would put it, bet- if we're not splitting them, I would put it ahead. If we were splitting them, I would put it in between Johnny Depp and this one. Um, but if, if we're keeping them together, I would put it, yeah, I would put it ahead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to just put it there as a bottomless pit. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, I, that being said, I, it's funny, I would probably, pers- like, a, in my own personal, you know, tier list, I would probably put this over ex-military. Um, really? Yeah, wow, be, well, because I, I, I just, I find myself coming back to Bottomless Pit more and more, whereas ex-military, like, I, I'm always, like, I'm, I'm down to listen to it at points, but it's not something that... Like, if I'm like, oh, I'm going to listen to some Death Grips, it's not, like, the first thing I'm going to grab out the shelf, usually. Um, whereas, like, I, I don't know, there were just a lot of moments of Bottomless Pit that I like revisiting, um, like, a little more. I mean, Trash and Eh are just so much fun. Um, like, I, I'm i trying to remember. I, I think it's off of Eh where, like, there's, like, that bridge moment where, like, Ride just goes nuts for a little bit. Uh, I just love that. Like I, I love both of those tracks a lot. Uh, and Hothead is just, Hothead's just nuts. I, I love when they just like let loose, and and like, it, it's like how can Death Grips out of all people let loose more? <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I'm with uh, you. Okay, so, all right. Finally, we come to You're the Snitch, uh, which was I think one of the first times, could have been the only time that they actually like hadn't come out with anything in like a year yeah actually um, i mean they, they had the the you know the steroids mega mix yeah they, uh, they came out steroids like, uh Cr- yeah, crouching tiger hidden you're totally right that in terms of like a, like an actual album you know self you know, at least self, you know self build as an album it was the first time they hadn't and since then it's been uh then they're yeah it's been three years long, longest I mean, gap I, I guess, between studio albums you know gmail and the restraining orders um, Gmail, Gmail, and the restraining orders um, came out in 2019, but that was one of those, you know, one-off, unique releases. Um, so yeah, this is the last taste of, oh god, oh the covers. I really don't like that cover. Like I just, <laughs> I know, I, like, I love uh, it. That, I, and, and part of the reason I love it is because you don't like it. You know what? It just it, like that, that type of stuff, like body, you know, it, it grosses body me out. horror. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I can do the first couple. Pharmacon albums, you know, like the one with you know me covering. I don't know that doesn't bother me that much. Like the the, the, the B crotch, yeah, yeah, like the B crotch. Well, yeah, that's weird, but whatever. But like the kind of like body and like gross and the ones with this like fingers in her mouth and like she's biting. Yeah, oh. contact. Yeah, like those yeah. ones just oh, it just it, See, it just. I, I, I like I like that. As strange as that oh, is, no, like, like it's totally a meat. Like I, I don't. Th- I'm not saying like objectively, it's it's bad. I'm just like for oh, me. Oh yeah, no. I yeah. see. I'm I'm just saying that I'm I'm a pretty weird person when it comes to things like this like i i'm like one of those people that would like you know actively like look up like gifts of like you know pimples being popped and stuff like that so you know kind of gross 
Uh, so like th th this kind of works with me in a big way because I'm just like, yep, weird as fuck, gross as hell, love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I. It's not like something where like it's just a, a photo of someone getting like shit on. Like, yeah, that's that, that's pretty. That's verging. Into, like, they, they, I don't even consider that body horror. That that that's that, that's no, just gross. Yeah, I, just, I mean, like in, this, in the terms of like what's gross. Like, I feel like if that was someone's album cover, I'd be like, yeah, that's that's pretty. I think pretty much everyone will think that's gross. But like, this is yeah. in that that, it, it, that it, zone. It's, it's like the difference between like yeah, like like Pharmacon and like the hairy leg from Accepts Balls to the Wall. Gosh. <laughs> Oh. Who am I kidding? That that needs to be up in MoMA. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> Any, but, but let's talk about the yeah, music. I, I, think for we, I think we reviewed this, and I, uh, I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and, and I, uh, I think I, I thought it was okay. I, again, I'm really, this re-sparked my interest in Death Grips, and I actually am very interested to hear what they do next. Uh, I think at the time, I was pretty lukewarm on this just because it was a, you know maybe it was just a sound I was moving away from or maybe it just yeah, I couldn't get over that mental hurdle they just hadn't um, released something that I loved uh, and, and it, it's a strange <clears throat> album when you really think about it like it, even for Death Grips yeah I, for sure and I think that um, I think that revisiting Bottomless Pit helped so I was hoping this would help and it did help a little bit. I, I did enjoy it more this time than I remember liking it. Uh, I think this it has a little bit too much of the the you know powers that be disc one problem where like this gave me major throw at the throw at the wall and see what sticks. And I think this is better in the sense that I think there's there's more that works here, but I don't think it reaches the same heights as this one. Like I think, which yeah. is kind of a weird. Hopefully you get where I'm coming from. Though. Like I feel like there's overall there's more on here that works, but just it doesn't have the same kind of appeal to me that disc one did. And maybe it's just the novelty of the Bjork samples. Maybe it's just because I was more open to what Death Grips was doing back then. But I don't think this is a bad album at all. I think it's it's um, it definitely points to interesting things ahead. You know, I hadn't revisited this album in a while, and and I I think it, it's uh, it, it's cool that they are continuing to to do interesting things with, with their sound. I mean, again, I, I feel like even though... In that's the funny thing, is, is that the interesting thing they're doing with their sound here is stealing from themselves. Hey, you know what? Like, is, is it plagiarism if you're if you're copying your own vibe? I mean, it's, it's not, but I, I just... I, I just find that interesting <laughs> how you could, you could appropriate yourself and use that as a springboard yeah. to create something new. Like, it's, it's just a very interesting concept. Uh, yeah. Like it, it, it feels like aesthetically incestuous. <laughs> Ooh, that's a that's a fun thing to say. Yeah, I know, right? I like, like that. This is how I make the big bucks. I yeah. come up, with, I come up with all these words, and people are just like, "Here you go." I'm, I'm doing great, by the way, financially. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I think I remember you liking this. Yeah, um, I, I really enjoyed this. Um, yeah, I, I like. I'm not going to say it, it's to the level of you know. Um, even like Bottomless Pit, but I, I feel like it's a new voice for the band. Uh, and it's sort of a new direction that, you know, it'd be cool to see how they follow this up. I'm really hoping they follow it up this year, but who the hell knows? Um, and there's some really, like, like a song like Ha 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 is just like earwormy in the worst way because I like for like the last 24 hours, I've, I've just been like, Ha Ha Ha, bitch. <laughs> just like, 
<laughs> so it's it's interesting. Also, I would I would highly recommend anybody who's in because I think the big kind of thing that people took away from this was that like oh Death Grips was kind of sampling themselves. It's really difficult to hear some of those samples though, mm-hmm. like really difficult at times. And there are a couple YouTube videos that actually show like the samples are being used, and it's really fascinating to see how they're recontextualized. Um, so I'd really recommend people check those out. I mean, if, if I think those, so those videos in general are really cool. I mean, there's sometimes, uh, like, I, I watched one on Mad Villainy a little, because obviously if you listen to this podcast, you know, I, I love Mad Villainy. And some of the samples are pretty, like, yeah, obviously, you know, Mad Lib changed them, but they, you know, they still sound, or like he, you know, tweaked them a little bit, but they, you know, you could tell that they were sampling. Other samples, like, wow, like, that's actually really fascinating how he, he flipped that. I, I really want to watch that because I'm, I've always been interested to see how far he goes in terms of like changing those samples to make them work yeah. for the album. Um, I mean, that just interests me in general because uh, I mean, my own music, I like to use a lot of samples, uh, but I usually, you know, sample my own stuff. Um, anyway, yeah, they, I, You're the Cinch is, is an interesting album. I mean, it's still, it, it's it's difficult because I, I I feel like I probably haven't spent enough time with it as well as like as as much as I should have, um, but it's still like it's still super interesting. I I would personally probably put it over Powers That Be, uh, but be but after Bottomless Pit. I had I had it in C. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to be objective here because I think. I have it behind government plates only because of like my own nostalgia for it. Uh, I would, I would, I would agree with that. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Um, I mean, if you, if you want, we could, we could put it after powers that be. No, I, I think, I think the average of those two, like the two sides, I definitely would probably put you know, the snitch hair ahead. I really do think okay. this this one pulls down this two. That, that's actually why I separated them initially. Although I, I think it is fair since they are released as a double album. Or at least they were eventually. Um, yeah. To put them as one. But I definitely I think just because of I have vastly different opinions on both. I, I split them up. But yeah, I, I think that's that's fair. And I think that, that pretty much that rounds that, it out in an interesting way. Yeah. So we have... So, yeah. so S tier we have Money Store. Uh, a tier we have No Love Deep Web and X Military. In B, we have Bottomless Pit, Year of the Snitch, and Powers That Be, and then C, Government Plates. So, sorry, Government Plates, but, yeah, I, <laughs> but I also mean, not. I, I just, I think that, um, I, I just, I honestly can't think, I really hate to, to beat, you know, beat the horse on this, but uh, I just Birds is the only song I can think of from pretty much their entire discography that I just, I think is bad. Like, obviously, there are some songs that I, I like more than others or songs that I think are just okay. But just, I, I've, I've tried listening to that song over the years. I mean, like I said, the first half of Government Plates I'm a big fan of, so I've listened to it um, pretty relatively frequently over the years. And I just can't. I just can't with that track. Really, really don't like it. Yeah. I See, yeah, like I said, I, I don't dislike it. or I mean, I, I guess. I, I don't hate it as much as you do. I, I don't think it's a great track, but I don't... I also don't see it as like the only Death Grips track I dislike. I I just I don't, it just seems probably like the most obvious one, uh, probably like their most obvious pitfall yeah. for me. But um, 
Yeah, I, I think this is a fair. This is a fair <coughs> list. It, it, this was a lot of fun. Uh, I, all the while, I, I think you, you, you getting some allergies going on or something. Yeah, I've been. I'm sorry. I've been trying to turn away, but yeah, it's it's been it's been a struggle this this weekend particularly. Um, yeah. It's, Actually, I I went to uh, go to the doctor's today, and uh, my car was completely covered in pollen, and I mean, completely to the point that I had to use my wipers to like get it off so I could oh, look wow. out my window. Jeez. Yeah, it's uh, yep. We live in a crazy world. Um, <laughs> so, all right, I think that's gonna be it for this section. Do you want to talk about albums of the week? I do indeed, and I have a special uh, announcement. Uh, okay. I finally updated my Discogs. No I way. I got it totally up to date. It actually didn't take... How? Uh, I actually didn't take as long as it did before. The last time I did it was on Long Island. I think part of it is because I, I didn't have like a proper desk, so I literally was just sitting on the ground doing it, and I just felt <laughs> like that took so much more time, whereas this I have... You know, all my my shelves, you know, my shelves up, and I have my desk, and I just, you know, I would take a letter of the alphabet, bring it over, scan it in, boom, done. Um, did you have to? Uh, did you have to completely restart? Oh, I, I mean, it was my choice. I, I, I figured it would take so much longer to like go through and see what I had sold, what I still had, what I had added. So I literally just reset my discogs it just did it again it really didn't is, it, is this and this is everything not just vinyl yeah vinyl and cds everything um, wow what 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 did you what, what are the numbers you ended up getting let me pull it up real quick all right um, now, now i have to vamp in the meantime <laughs> how y'all doing today some weather, huh? Why is there? Hey, oh, do you do you have pollen on your car? Of course, it's, it's not showing up. And uh, I think it was somewhere around twelve hundred total pieces. Let me let me uh, let me go to my collection. But all right, gotta uh, start vamping again. No, no, no. no I mean, I got it. So it, yeah, it's uh, twelve thirty-four, which is amazing. One, two, three, four. And I kind of kind of never want to buy music again because that's pretty beautiful. It's, um, it, it's kind of like when you, when your car's uh, like odometer on, goes over it's on 69, to zero, sixty nine, sixty nine, or something like that. Oh, it did that too. I was thinking of the one that has like you know like eight thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Yeah, and it rolls over to nine thousand. You're like you you just never want to like drive again, so it can just stay <laughs> right there. Exactly, uh, <laughs> exactly. Um, but I, I bring that up uh, partially because I'm like very proud that I finally have it done. Yeah, uh, it, I'm, it's I'm surprised. It's one of those tasks that. I've been wanting to do it for a while, but just it felt... It was, I'll get to it eventually, but like the reason I was saying that is because it it just felt so insurmountable. Um, <laughs> but another thing is, I, you mentioned that a feature that Discogs has where you can just pick a random item, and yeah. I often find myself option paralysis with my own collection, so I thought that would be a really cool feature, and it really has. I This past uh, you know weekend after I did it, I revisited some albums I haven't listened to in a while, and <clears throat> excuse me, and there was some. I just put it on, and, and yeah, I mean, it's it's really cool to revisit records you haven't listened to in a while, and I don't think I would have pulled it off my shelf if not for clicking this you know randomizer. Um, uh, what was ironic is one of the first albums that came up after I did this was uh, Sunset Tree by the Mountain Goats. And I was like, so that's not really the point here, Discogs, but thank you. I feel like I've listened to that album a lot. But, well, uh, random means random. I know, I, yeah, but it's just weird. It's like, I mean, I was hoping to listen to albums I haven't listened to in a while, not something I listened to, you know, 
close to once every one or two weeks. But um, <laughs> anyway, the, the record that the first one that came up uh, was Coin Coin Chapter Two by Martin Roberts. Uh, oh, okay. and uh, Coin Coin Chapter One was the the record where I got into her. It was one that Fantano spoke highly of. Uh, I thought Chapter Three was okay. And that was a little bit too repetitive. And then Chapter 4, the most recent that came out, was probably the best in the series. I hadn't really spent a lot of time with Chapter 2 for whatever reason. I don't, I don't really know why. I think just because, um, I don't know, it, just, it hadn't, well, didn't get talked about a lot. And, and for whatever reason, just you know, kind of slipped me by. And um, I happened to just, I think it was one of the Bandcamp Fridays, I just bought all four. Just because uh, Constellation, which is the record label that she's on, uh, they do free shipping to the U.S., um, oh and, yeah, and I was like, "Hey, why not?" Like, they're all pretty reasonably priced. Um, you, you, you gotta love that. I know, and I was like, "You know, happens. like, why not?" And, and I remember when I first got them, I listened to it all the way through. So it's probably why I didn't appreciate it in the context of just listening to it itself. I literally just listened to back to back, you know, jazz poetry, spirit jazz, avant garde jazz records, which is you know can be a lot. But I thought mm. this record was incredibly, you know, well composed, well performed, uh, and speaking of sequ- well sequenced, it was interesting how it flowed as one piece like just each track perfectly segued into the next but there's so many different like there's some you know true blue free jazz tracks on here there's some you know straight up jazz poetry there's some really beautiful spiritual sections uh almost some some gospel sections it just it it really runs the gamut of everything that has defined martin roberts career but it just it flows so well you know, track the track doesn't feel like you know they're just hot. You know, trying to slam in a different idea just for the sake of it. Um, you know, I, I guess you know in that regard, it feels like every time you wanted a little bit of a reprieve from some really scrunky section, that every time you wanted the intensity to you know be jacked up, she she delivered. Um, so yeah, again, keep your discogs up to date and use the randomizer feature because I did both this weekend and had a grot Tim. So. A Grot Tim. Very good. I've actually never listened to any of the Coin Coin albums. I don't think I've ever listened to Montana Roberts at all, now I think about it. Uh, but she's always been on my radar. Maybe I, I, I might just need to do it. She's really good. Point. I highly yeah. recommend. Yeah, definitely. I, um... Okay, so... <laughs> stuff to top that one. Uh, I ended up... Uh, yeah, so my, my album of the week is just... It's, uh... Well... I had it on the car, and I just, I just knew it had to be my album of the week, and it's uh, Mothership Connection by uh, Parliament, <laughs> uh, which I, I don't know if you're familiar with that. I, I think you've we've listened to Maggot Brain before. Yeah, right? I, haven't li- I haven't spent as much time with that album as I should. Like every time we listen to it, because uh, I think you put it on at one point, and then obviously we talked about it, and I really enjoyed it both times. Um, yeah, I. Because Parliament is, it, so Parliament's mothership connection is a lot more. Uh, it, it, it's definitely a less experimental when it comes to, you know, kind of the way everything's going. Um, it's so good though. It's such a good like funk album. Um, you know, I, I for for a few days I had uh, a couple of the tracks stuck in my head. Um, Star Child I think is is one of one of my favorites, but. Um, the first one too is you know uh what make make my make my funk the p funk you know and just oh god such a great song um it's just it it's fun like like that that's the, that that's what okay they, this is i we're at an hour and 15 minutes so i'm not going to go too long in this but i 
it kind of depresses me sometimes. This is going to be really weird. It kind of bums me out when people describe something like Funkadelic as Afrofuturism. Um, because I feel like Afrofuturism is a term that has so much seriousness to it. And I, I think what makes George Clinton's music so so much like so entertaining is that it's just hilarious like it's incredibly good music but it is just so funny as well to listen to like and like, like he, there's a song on it I, I wonder if I have it over here I think I might yeah here we go I, I have like it just stacks upon stacks of CDs on my desk at the moment um, yeah they, the, the final track off of uh, Mothership Connection is called A Night of the Thumposaurus Peoples <laughs> Uh, this is just like one of them. This like, and if you look at the album cover, of this thing, it's just like this dude just like shoving out of a UFO. It's <laughs> it's fucking great. Like it's just like I P Funk is just so much fun. It's so much fun to listen to, and it's just like he, George Clinton cares about his music, but he's also willing to actually laugh. Yeah. And so like I, I that's part of the reason I just love these albums. Is they're just a blast to listen to. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, okay. They, n- nothing against Afrofuturism. I just, you know, it's it's. I I just wish people could laugh more with art. I guess. So, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, that is it. We will talk to you next week. All right, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, if you're interested, uh, you know, if you want to hear more, just, you know, listen to us on uh, iTunes, Pod, Apple Podcasts, Android Podcasts, anywhere you can get a podcast, basically. Uh, we're on all of it. Uh, if you follow us on Anchor, too, you know, whatever works for you. And uh, definitely be sure to follow us on Twitter. And if you ever have any suggestions, topics you want us to talk about or questions, anything like that. Uh, be sure to email us. Yeah, uh, we're at, at Seishira Podcast on Twitter, and our email, I think, is Podcast at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, as always, thanks for listening. Yeah, appreciate it a lot. Bye.